Hello, me popsicles. Why don't you grab your multipass, a drink, and come sit with us? Let's pick each other's brain. We want you to be part of our intimate conversation about science fiction topics. Let's do this. Join us and let's talk about science fiction topics and books, movies, TV shows, and games. At Science Fiction Remnant, you are invited to listen in. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget your multipass. Cool thing about blind knowledge is we are in multiple countries. We are worldwide all across the globe. We are in the US, we are in the UK, we are in Canada, Germany, India, Japan. We're in Australia, y'all. Blindknowledge.com. Now back to the feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Hello and good evening, good morning, good afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. My name is Joey B. This is another edition of the Blind Knowledge Podcast. If you haven't heard of Blind Knowledge, we are over at blindknowledge.com. We are digital media, digital content creation. That's social media content. That is podcast. That's video cast. That's TikTok. That's YouTube. That's all kinds of digital multimedia. And that's what we do. We have 19 active podcasts over on the website right now and many more to come. And speaking of podcasts that are on Blind Knowledge, well, that's who we're chilling with today. We are chilling with the science fiction remnant. So let's bring them in right now. We have Gio and we have Robert. So what's up, guys? How's your evening going? Hello, hello, hello. Robert, let's start with you. Were you the one that started the science fiction remnant was it your idea to start this this podcast up it was my idea i've been wanting to open a podcast for the longest time all of my friends who are actually listening to this would remember how how long i've been talking about it and it actually took giancarlo to to kind of push me into making it a reality because you know geo can actually attest to this we might have a movie that is an hour and a half and, you know, we'd sit down and, and that, you know, Gio happened to experience this when he was, you know, he was leaving in my house at the time. But this is a common occurrence with my friends as well. When we sit down on the couch and we watch a movie and a one hour and a half movie could turn out to be three hours because we keep on pausing and talking about it. So when Gio was here, it's like, okay why don't we just open up a podcast? And that's how it came about. That's that's how you got rolling. So how did you find your cohorts here? How did you find Gio and how did you find Ray, who's not with us tonight? Well, Ray is in the future. So, you know, hopefully he can <laughs> come back okay. into past and join us. But, you know, we're, we're hopeful. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Okay. All right. Well, the, the story goes like this. I, I decided to to do the podcast and... My first episode, which, by the way, Gio is very familiar with this, how much I hate that first episode. I was going to do an, a scripted show. So the episode is about seven minutes long. It has a lot of content on it. And it took me, a, I think, about two weeks, you know, just getting everything prepared and ready. Well, it was, uh, it might have taken that long because it was my first time doing a podcast. But after it was all done and I listened to it, it was all out. I did not like it, although that would probably be my personal opinion because I still find a lot of people that like that episode. Perfectionism. <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
So I decided to do another episode, but this time I, I told Gio, hey Gio, you want to come in as a, as a guest? I, I want to change the format of my podcast, figure that after the first episode. And I told him, hey, you want to come in and, and, and be on, on this? We, we, you've seen John Carter. I've seen you. You know, we're watching John Carter. We read all the books. So it's like, yeah, come, and, come as a host. And it's like, yeah, sure. I read till book seven or eight, man. I couldn't make it all through. Exactly. So, you know, we, did, we decided to record that one. And the chemistry was so good that I told you, hey, you want to do this? You know, you want to just come in as a host? So then we recorded our Gataka episode, which, by the way, Gio, I still get goosebumps when I listen to it. And to answer your question as to uh, how we got Ray, Ray was actually a fan throughout uh, season one. And there was a time, I can't remember the details, where I was considering stopping the podcast. And, you know, we were talking on Twitter and it's like, oh, no, don't do that. You know, it's like... Among other people, and they didn't want the content to stop. So it's like, okay, if you want, I can join in and I can help you out. So season two, we got Ray. Ray from the future, of course. Ray from the future. Okay. So you guys really, you know, you put a lot of planning, it sounds like, into the startup from this, from the jump, Robert. You know, you said that you, you know, two weeks of planning, you guys are reading books, you guys are, you didn't like what you had at first, and now, well, let me ask you this, do you like what you have now? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, what's, yes. what's the difference between now and, and back then? Basically, uh, I'm, I'm going to rephrase that. Uh, I like from uh, season one, episode two, and on, and our content has continue to be consistent. The only difference is in season two, we brought more, I don't know if I want to say comedy, but we kicked the fun up to the level 10 on season two. So, and that's where, you know, the creation of Captain Chaos, which was not, a, you know, a thing on season one. So that's cool. So you guys kind of loosened the reins a bit, kind of loosened up, you know, and just kind of let it ride, it sounds like. Definitely, definitely. Because I remember at the beginning, I tried to rein it in, but I think it doesn't work for our format. So on those few episodes that I said, okay, we're going to just record an hour. So I'm watching the the, the, the clock and trying to keep everything because I'm, I'm actually the producer and the editor. I do everything on the show. And I noticed that it wasn't natural. So after that, I decided, you know what? We're just going to let the conversation go. And that's the reason why we ended up being a long format podcast where you see we have episodes that might be an hour and a half and you see episodes that could be four hours long. Why the longer length? Do you just feel it works better for your style? Yeah, it, it works. I mean, we tried it before where we try to make, make it uh, short. As a matter of fact, at one point, I was considering making the jump to make it shorter. And I got a lot of fans saying, saying no. I think why it works for us is the fact that we have a lot of deep conversations. They are, you know, we could get really deep psychologically, philosophically, scientifically. And, and, and that and for anyone joining us for the first time, anyone just hearing about Science Fiction Remnant, the podcast itself, what is it about? What can you, what can you summarize for, for our listeners? Well, I, I think, Gio, and, and we might have a couple of quotes from our fans. 
One of the ones that I like that kind of represents, and Gio, you can bring another one if you have in mind, that represents what we do is we have one fan submitted saying that it's those conversations that you have on the way to a Comic-Con. That's what the show is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I dig that. That's cool. Guys in the sofa, been drinking beer and talking nerd. Talking nerd. Hell yeah. Yep. Geo, Captain Chaos. Now you strike me as a as a different personality from Robert. Actually, very different. Way different. Way. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you'll realize that. <laughs> that's like that's like chemistry between Robert and me. It's like we are kind of like a push and pull relationship. That's cool. So most of the time we have a most of the time we have opposing views, but we like that too. Yeah, it sounds like it works well. I mean, from the episode, I've obviously listened to the podcast. I dig it. I, I like the the interactions that the three of you guys have. You know, n neither you, Gio, Robert, or Ray are the same personality. You're much different in all aspects, but you guys share this passion and love and, and understanding for these nerdy topics. Let's call it what it is. And, you know, I remember when we were first talking, it was like Battlestar, uh, Battlestar Galactica. I think is what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. What are some other topics that you guys have hit on on your podcast thus far? We cover a big array of things because we cover even video games that are sci-fi. We cover anything sci-fi, comic books, manga, animes, TV series, movies. We don't limit ourselves to, to what media it comes through. If it's sci-fi and it's something brainy. And I mean, I also rubber my science fiction card. But before that, like, it, it was not like I didn't have a, a, an affinity for that kind of material. Like, I never was somebody to just watch an action movie because it was entertaining. It had to have something brainy or it would not catch my attention. And that's how we find each other, like, really liking most of the things that we share in common. Well, it's cool. You, you guys are a, a good addition to the lineup we have going. Now, I don't think you guys have ever had any guests on, have you? Oh, oh yes. Oh, you have? We have guests all oh, the well, time. You can tell how good my research is. <laughs> <laughs> what are some cool guests or, or some cool um, ongoing people that you have revolving in and out of the podcast? Um, we, You know, the, the guests that we have actually represent one view that all three hosts have. And it's the idea. We have kind of like a hashtag going on that is, this is sci-fi. The hashtag was born from, for all of you who are familiar with the old sci-fi channel, it was that that original sci-fi channel, you know, they put in the commercials and it's, okay, this is sci-fi. So the idea that I had was, um, if you're a creator of, you know, a podcaster, if you are a writer, if you are um, any type of creator uh, of the sci-fi genre to follow that hashtag and to kind of share the love because the whole idea, like Gio said, um, we don't want to limit ourselves to a particular IP. Um, that was the issue that I had at the beginning where you have the Star Wars people, you have the Star Trek people, but you don't have one that is like encapsulates everything together. True. true. So the, the, the hosts that we have on our show are, are basically our determination to help the sci-fi uh, community grow. Uh, one example is our last episode, we were talking about the movie Star Wars, A New Hope. And uh, we invited Ro from Scarif Podcast. 
And this is a podcast that kind of talks nerdy, is 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 kind of like us, but it's centralized on Star Wars, yet they talk about all kinds of things like Space 1999 and all that stuff. Fair enough. You guys seem to have a really good dynamic, which I would totally agree with. Um, like we touched on before, total ends of the spectrums, yet you guys uh, have this information and this knowledge to drop, which is awesome. Um, and there's definitely a niche for that right now um, for, you know, I remember because we talked about this before, like back in the day, Battlestar Galactica was kind of, you know, I don't know, it wasn't the coolest thing or in Star Trek wasn't the coolest thing. Maybe it isn't still, but there's there's an acknowledgement and there is definitely an audience for things of that nature. Star Wars. Um, have you spoken with or do you get to speak to some of that cult following? Like, do they hit you up regularly? Do they say, hey, you know, on Twitter or do you get emails? Um, and if, you know, if that does happen, do you go with what they're looking for or do you kind of just stay on your own track? Well, so far, um, the the biggest interaction that we're getting, the bigger engagement has been on Twitter. Uh, we have also engagement on our Discord. But yeah, we, we definitely listen. There have been many, many occasions where fans wanted us to cover a specific IP, and we have done it. To my better judgment, uh, as Gio can attest, uh, for example, uh, Gio, remember our episode on uh, Black Mirror? How could I not? (laughs) (laughs) Watching you into something, that's something marvelous. Well, I am an empath for all of you who are not familiar. So watching shows that are dark and have a very bad well dark ending uh, they take a toll on my biology so if you listen to that episode you'll probably hear me talk to Gio and says look look at my heart monitor it's 120 and I'm sitting down here just talking really it physically makes you like gets your heart rate up and like makes you a little sweat a little bit makes him feel alive man feel alive. <laughs> well yeah I'm amazed I'm amazed I'm but you know that's what we do for the fans the fans wanted to hear me talk about that specific episode and we made it happen that's awesome you know it's good that you have that engagement with your fans and at least you can hear um you know the good parts of what you're doing the bad parts of what you're doing maybe well not bad but maybe strengths and weaknesses you know call it whatever you want and, and there's definite growth within your podcast it's a big difference between season one and, and where you're at today where do you see this going do you think you're going to incorporate more well actually you do the live streaming right you guys do the live streaming video and those can be found on youtube correct well we don't do live anymore we used to do a couple of lives in season one so what we do and for people that are not familiar is our our episodes uh drop on saturday at 7 uh, a.m um eastern time and then what happens like for example our christmas episode was on the 24th of december it came out on at seven so that recorded video was just dropped today on the 24th of january so if you're listening to an episode right now on audio and you want to watch the video, just mark your calendar because that same day, the next month, it hits YouTube. Perfect. That's, you know, and I've been trying to do that too as well with my podcast. Um, and then I'm I'm like you, Robert. I'm a, kind of a perfectionist in a way where I'm like, oh, that, that wasn't right. We got to take the whole thing down. 
you know, screw it. <laughs> screw it. Screw it. We missed that sentence. Oh, yeah, I didn't say that word right. Oh, we got to take the whole thing down. Do you ever come across yourself being like, wow, we need to, we need to make big changes or wow, you know, we have to fix this, that, and the other thing. Do you ever get caught in that, like in that wheel? Well, you know, Geo <laughs> says all the time, uh, I think the better answer would be Yes, all the time, but not enough for me to ever say we have to re-record something. But in, a, in, in the aspect of it's all a learn, learning curve. So say, for example, I recorded something today and I wasn't quite happy. So far, I'm lucky enough that I like it enough to publish it. But then I'll make notes of those things. And in the, in the next episode... We'll correct it. That's fair. And the only reason why I ask that is because I've been in there where you're you're editing audio and you know hours become hours become hours, and it's like where do you where do you draw the line? You know where? How perfect can something get? How crystal clear can something be? So it's good that you you know you've recognized that because I was talking to someone recently who was saying he was editing for like I think he said fifteen hours or something like that. Ooh. It's like, you got to draw the line somewhere, bro. Like, it's got to be, like, it's going to be what it's going to be, whether it's audio, video, or, or, or whatever, you know, the creative project is. Well, we got Captain Chaos over here. I was, uh, you know, it's funny. How long do you think you've known Ray at this point, Mr. Chaos? I mean, we've known Ray since day one, since he started with us in the podcast. Right on. And I think that we had it invited in one of our episodes first, right? Well, I have a story about that. And, and, and this is the interaction that we have. And, and basically, this is the interaction you see on our show when the three of us are, are there. So basically what happened is we recorded an episode for Alita Battle Angel. Gio has never seen that movie. I've seen that movie God knows how many times. Uh, it's one of those movies that my entire family wants a part two. That's including my, my, my mom, who is over 80 years old. Everybody. In my family. So I show it to Gio and Gio said, oh my God, this, this is a, a, an amazing movie. I want a part two also. So I said, God, well, we're going to record an episode. So we recorded that episode in season one. We were happy with the content, you know, like we normally do. And all of a sudden we get, like we normally get into uh, our engagement on Twitter from Ray, uh, which at the time was uh, a listener. And he said, oh my God, you guys, I just heard the episode on Alita. You guys got, and I still remember this to this day. I might not be oh, verbatim, right, but might not be wrong. verbatim. But he said, "You guys got so many things right, but oh boy, so many things wrong." And I was like, "We have to have him on the show." Oh, it's that third It's that third dynamic approach. Yeah, and and so you just kind of give him, you, you gave him that spotlight to to say why, basically. Definitely. And, and oh, yeah. we, we really like the, and, and you know, something that we foster on our show that I hope our listeners could take away from, there's so many negativities out there. And, and what I'm, what I like to say is like, it's okay to have opposing opinions. It's healthy to have a debate as long as you don't have an argument or a fight. Right. I agree with that 110%. You know, you should be able to have opposing views, yet not want to just beat the crap out of each other. And be polite you know? about it. And that's what we do in our show. I could be completely opposed to what, say, Gio says or what Ray might say. 
but we're not going to go like I've seen so many of these arguments where you know they might not mean to start a fight, you know, it's, it's not intentional, but just the way the delivery is done all wrong in a way that the other opposing view would take offense. We're okay to agree to disagree. Exactly. And we're very, very, very fine with that. And, and, and if you if you are familiar with our dynamic on our show, Ray is the fat checker. I am the overthinker. And Gio just brings the fun. Yep. I'm the clown. But, <laughs> but I would have to say, many people say, yeah, Gio, you know, he's the clown. But don't get don't let that fool you. He is just an overthinker as I am, and he brings home the points. So he can yeah. get really fi- philosophical, psychological. And we have, you know, we have this persona that we have created with Captain Chaos, where he, you know, uh, Captain Chaos don't read. But the the real Geo. That's hilarious because I read a lot. Exactly. <laughs> so the real Geo is a, different, is a different story. <laughs> he reads a lot and he's very, very intelligent. But the Captain Chaos persona is not really there. Different things happen when that green light goes on, man. The creative boundaries are, are wider than they would be in a normal nine to five. Creative yeah. freedom, yeah. Yeah, so it's funny that that happened to you too. I, I've had that happen to me where we've invented um, characters and we've become these characters on the air and then we make those segments. It's So it's it's cool. And um, shout out to Captain Chaos. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I never really thought about it. But uh, our podcast is more of a radio than a podcast uh, because uh, we basically say what comes to mind during the conversation that we're having. So that to me is more of a kind of like a radio where, you know, in the radio, you can't really hit pause because you're live. So that's basically what we do is, and I make sure everybody knows we're reactionary if you're in our podcast. So everything you say will be posted. So just, you know, just have that in your, in your mind when you're, when you're our show. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's a lot of my approach too, is like, we're just going to go for it. You know, uh, there's the pre-planning that I put in. There's the notes and the note-taking and the reading and the, you know, figuring out where I'm going to go with an, uh, an episode or an interview episode in this case. And then we're, we're off and running. <laughs> so if the microphone falls over, the microphone falls over. Uh, the cool thing about podcast is you can always go back into post. You can always edit it. You can always do that if you choose. But like right now, we're live. We're live right now on, you know, all these different social media platforms. And we're, it's like just going right up against the wind, naked, basically. And just being like, uh, this is what's going to happen. Let's say that, but I, I was going to ask you if I go naked right now, it's going to go on air. Is that where the <laughs> thought well, is We might get dropped from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we would need no those worries. blurry lines and those blurry dots that come. Hello again, me popsicles, and welcome to season two of Science Fiction Remnant. Go ahead and grab your multipass, a drink, and sit back with us and geek out about sci-fi. Let's pick each other's brain. We want you to be part of our intimate conversation about science fiction topics. And hang around to the end of the episodes for the real world science that was inspired by your favorite science fiction. Let's do this. Let's talk about science fiction topics in books, movies, TV shows, and games. At Science Fiction Remnant, you are invited to listen in. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Audible, Good Pods, or whatever you listen to podcasts. 
You can catch the video pods on our YouTube a month later. And don't forget your multipass, you me popsicles. Science Fiction Remnants is brought to you by the hashtag ThisIsSciFi. No capital acuities were harmed in the making of this commercial. Ba, 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 ba. And, and, you know, just want to mention, we are, uh, um, I actually uh, released a podcast as an explicit, Excellent. not because we're constantly swearing or saying things, but occasionally we go into that brand that, you know, that conversation and I didn't want to limit our guest. So, yeah, if you look at our podcast and you notice it's, uh, it's, it's listed as explicit. And that's the reason why we we sometimes it, it's not the entire episode, but we sometimes go that way. Um, we might have an episode like, for example, we invited um, our dear friend, dear Nikki, to do an episode on Barbarella. And in that episode, I had to put a disclaimer that it was uh, of a sexual nature because the movie was of a sexual nature. And we were talking about stuff that would be like that. So you had to put the explicit up just because of that. That's interesting. Well. It's in every in every episode. I just thought you meant like swearing, things of that nature. Oh yeah, all the time. Oh, uh, we 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 do swear, but you know sometimes we go a little farther than that. Eh, and sometimes people want to hear that too. You know, sometimes it's it's good to be a step out of bounds, I guess. Well, you know, one thing that I want to say is we don't do it because we can. We do it when the conversation calls for it. Does that make sense to you? Makes sense to me. I mean, you know, if you have a guest on that wants to go in a certain direction, you know, I. would why not just let them go that way? So, what's the newest episode on that these uh, these fine folks can can check out? Well, our our latest episode was a great conversation about um, Star Wars um, Episode Four: A New Hope. That movie was released in 1977, and we realized that we have been neglecting Star Wars, although we do love Star Wars. And we we have done like we we have previous episodes like uh, Kenobi. Uh, we discussed the Mandalorian. So I was just trying to bring the balance and do a little bit more Star Wars. I noticed that we haven't done much Star Trek as well, so we're going to go ahead and fix that. But the, the thing is, when you're talking about sci-fi, the genre as a whole is so big. And people don't realize, oh, you know, you, you, you only have X episodes on, say, Star Trek. And most people that are inside the bubble, and I like to call it bubble not in a negative way. It's just the fans gravitate towards what they love the most. So let's say, for example, I, I might have a fan that look at our catalog and say, yeah, we haven't talked much about Star Trek. You might not be covering all there is about sci-fi. But the thing is, sci-fi is huge. And yeah. that's, that's the challenge that we're having. If you look at our catalog, is well-balanced. Uh, we might have an episode from 1977. We might have an episode, we did one for 1902. Yeah, the very first sci-fi movie ever made. We did an episode on that. We're thinking about doing the very first sci-fi book ever written, which is in the second century by, uh, it was a Greek called Lucian. So I'm trying to keep the balance on our show where we cover a wide range of sci-fi. And, and, and that's because that's what we do. We, we do love sci-fi. We want to make sure we have a balanced show. You have a very good way with words, my friend. You've explained things very, very well, I think, where I can totally follow. I don't know if Gio can. We're not sure about Gio right now. But 
<laughs> Gio, let loose. Come on, let loose. <laughs> yeah, Gio, what's good over there, Captain Chaos? I mean, I mean, I am the one that brings the the crazy side all the time. Um, but I mean, Robert is like the Neil deGrasse Tyson of radio. That is such a big compliment. I don't know how to take it. <laughs> and there's an age difference here too. So you guys are looking at these topics and in your perspectives years apart. I mean, Robert's like 74 over here. Holy oh, shit. Gio, <laughs> Gio. Let me just give an, a, the audience a little, you know, idea. Uh, back in 1977, when Star Wars A New Hope came out, I was seven years old. My very first movie was Logan's Run. Great episode, by the way. I was six years old when I was in the theater watching that movie. And that movie is the reason why I love sci-fi. Do you remember being there, like being six or seven in those theaters and, and like that experience for you? That experience, and, and again, if, if you listen to that, that show, it has great conversation and experiences. But one thing that I can tell you, you know, because obviously when you're that young, you don't see things the way that they're intended, obviously, because your, your brain is not that developed yet. Um, but I do remember there is a scene where the tank of water breaks and water comes rushing through and the main stars of the show are being washed away by the the, the flood of water coming from this um, building. And I remember on, on the theater when I was six years old getting up on the chair and my uncle who actually took me to see that movie says, what's going on? And I said, well, I don't want to get wet. And as a six or seven year old, you're probably like, where did the water come from? Exactly. And then wondering where the water is, where is the water is going? Because I see it coming out, but I don't see it on my feet. Right. And that episode, one of the things that I love the most is discussing our experiences. So my experience of watching that movie was completely different, not only between me, Gio and Ray, that, you know, me and Ray are actually closer to the same age as Gio. But also, this is a movie we have rewatched throughout our lives. So we were also discussing our experiences watching the same, rewatching the movie multiple times because that movie was ahead of its time. And yeah. as we grow older, not only our brain changes, but our society changes. So we have a different perspective every single time we watch that movie. And that's one of the things that I find fascinating about that episode that we were discussing. Yeah. I mean, society must have changed over and over again. You know, or as it does, right? Gio, you're in your 20s, right? Or, you know, you're... Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I'm never my <laughs> I mean, Even if there's 10, 10 years of a difference in an age, uh, there's that's 10 years of, of movement within a culture or society, 10 years of different laws, different, different attitudes, music, you know, different artistic forms that come out, such as comic books and movies. No, I mean, the funny thing is that, like, I always found myself looking at things that I wear like not my time so i saw myself always as an outcast like when i was 13 or 14 i was listening to the doors Jimi hendrix most people were not even bothering with that thing in 2005 2010 you know there's an age difference of what robert like 25 20 years old yeah and, and that's, what's so, that's what's so fascinating because for example that movie was almost 50 years old that's mm -hmm. incredible to think about and 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 we had geo's point of view um and and that's one of the things that i like also about most of the episodes that we do is we have a different point of view coming from geo well, it sounds like you guys are off and running are you guys gonna cover q at all in star trek next generation 
We, you know, that's one of the things that we are going to try to fix. So far, I think we only have one Star Trek episode. If you're going to do Star Trek, please do Q, because Q is like one of the weirdest, strangest, yet, I don't know, you feel for the dude, or it's not even a dude, it's a, it's a, it's a robot, basically. Like a god. <laughs> yeah. I always found Q to be really, like, interesting. Yeah, he is amazing. And I, I kind of like, although people say um, Star Trek Picard, the, the uh, show, it's a bad show. I really like that show because of the perspectives that I see, especially Q. So you, you actually get to see Q in a complete different light than if you were familiar with the next generation when he's uh, interacting with Picard and his crew, or if you watch Voyager when he's interacting, which, by the way, really, really funny interaction with Captain Janeway. Yeah, I haven't seen too much of the new uh, Star Trek Picard. I've seen, like, a, I've seen the first season, like, pieces of it. It's funny that you, so you don't like that show. Well, most of our fans say that that was not a good show. I like it because of the different perspectives. And that's something about me and Gio, you're probably familiar with this on our, on our show. We talked about this a lot too, where sometimes you're a fan of this IP, right? And you follow all the characters. So you, and then the IP ends, you know, it could be a successful IP. They might have 12 seasons, uh, multiple movies, right? But there's always those questions. You see these characters on a current timeline, but you always wonder either what happened to their prior to that or after the timeline. And whenever the, the creators give me that answer, I am I'm totally on board. And I think that's what happened with Picard, where they gave me what happened to Picard after he left the Enterprise. And not only that, but he gave me a complete different perspective of the other characters that he interacted with. And one of the perfect examples is Q. Another example that I can pull up is I remember back in the day I was I would watch Star Wars and everybody's talking about the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars. And my imagination, my curiosity just peaked because, okay, this must be a big thing. I'm not familiar with it. I don't know about it. There's no books to talk about it. So when they announced the animation Clone Wars, I was beside myself because I said, okay, finally, I will get to see that that I've been wondering about all these years. And also in the movie, when we get to see the start of the Clone Wars, um, it was amazing because I was among sci-fi fans who love Star Wars. And when that fight started with all the Jedis, with all the lightsabers all at once, everybody stood up, started clapping and screaming. And that energy... Um, so that made me validated because I felt for the first time, okay, I probably are not the only one that wanted to see the Clone Wars start. And when they brought in Clone Wars, the animation, it was amazing. Yeah, there was a lot against that. You know, I was watching something recently that was talking about how, you know, there were the diehard fans that didn't want that movie made. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, I mean, you, you right now, it, it, I think it's generational. Because you have a generation that don't like the, um, the, the, you know, episode one, two, and three. And then you have another generation that don't like the new ones with Ray and, uh, and Kylo Ren. And they think it's garbage. 
Uh, but the newer generation would love those and not like four, five, and six, or maybe not one, two, and three. So it's it's a difference, I guess. My experience, obviously, I'm 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 generalizing because not everybody's of this opinion. Yeah, it's just your perspective and opinion, of course. A, a, exactly. So uh, what I've seen is it it might be a generational thing. Well, I enjoyed them. <laughs> I thought they were pretty damn cool, um, and I think a lot of people did as well because I mean you could just look at the statistics of of who bought the thing. Um, or who, you know, it, it, just the fact that we're having this conversation right now about the Clone Wars, you know, it must have meant something uh, out there, you know, and it, at least it did for me. Now, I'm not the biggest sci-fi guy in the world. Um, you know, I did grow up watching like, you know, like I said, Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, I knew what Battlestar Galactica was um, and I knew what the sci-fi channel was. What's popular right now in sci-fi? Do we know? I I would have to say Star Trek IP is doing a wonderful, amazing job so far and with the creations of all the new shows. One thing that I can point out um, that I've seen had a huge amount of fandom um, is the show called Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. Okay, I've never heard of that. So if you have Paramount Plus, you can actually uh, get it there. What I think made that so successful, aside from the cast and the stories, is the fact that they are catering to those fans who love the original story, who loves Star Trek, the original series, would made, made famous for having Kirk and Spock. So... What they're doing is they're taking a different take and they're showing you the Enterprise as it was prior to Kirk. And I think is wonderful and it's amazing. And um, season two is coming up pretty soon. So I'm really stoked about that. Cool. When it comes to Star Wars, Andor. I'm not speaking bad about the other ones because I'm like really excited for Ahsoka when it comes out. But I have oh, yeah. to give due to what deserves so, you know, so far, those two IPs are trying to bring out great content. And I I only wish that other IPs would have the opportunity to do that. Like, for example, I would love to see another Galactica. Um, I, and let me correct myself here because I might get some hate. I'm not looking for a reboot. We have the original Galactica, which some people hate. We have the, um, the new Galactica which is the 2000s. I think that's the one that I was trying to show Geo, um, which most people really loved. I was a little nervous about it because they changed a lot of characters, but they proved me wrong. So I don't want that to be messed with. That's That was perfect. Um, but I would love to see more Galactica. I would like to see new more stories. More Galactica. Okay. What about you, Geo? What do you wish there was more of out there in the in the sci-fi universe right now or or what's something that has your attention cyberpunk stuff man oh yes i need more cyberpunk man we need more cyberpunk okay well let's end it here i have a question last one where can people find you where can they listen to you where can they watch you oh that that's uh, very very simple um you go to wherever you listen to podcasts you don't have to go far just go wherever you listen to podcasts right now. Just press on search, type in science fiction remnant and press the follow. 
Uh, we are anywhere. And if you, if we, and I'm going to say this again, um, if we are not where you listen to podcasts, reach out to us on Twitter or on Discord. Our Twitter handle is Sci-Fi Remnant, and I'll make sure to add that to wherever you listen to podcasts. Perfect. And what's the website? The website is sciencefictionremnant.com. Sciencefictionremnant.com. They are science fiction remnant, or at least two-thirds of it. Shout out to Ray. Ray, we hope you're doing well and and, and all is good. Uh, we missed you this time, and hopefully we'll get you on on the next one. But shout out to Geo. Big shout out to Robert. Thank you guys so much for joining me. And hey, keep doing what you do because it's doing really good. Thank you for Thank having me. Thank you. All right. Well, there you have it. That's the Science Fiction Remnant podcast. Three awesome, cool, wicked chill dudes from three different worlds coming together and just loving what they do on Science Fiction Remnant. My name is Joey B. I'm going to end it right here. This is the Blind Knowledge Podcast. We hope you have a good time. We hope you join us next time, and we'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Hello, folks, and thank you, thank you so much, so, so very much. This is the Reverend Jackson Fetalbush Beetle. That's Jackson Fetalbush Beetle. And I rave reviews, rave reviews for a new collective, a new vision, shall we say. They're called Blind Knowledge. BlindKnowledge.com is where you can find these folks. And let me tell you something, my brothers and my sisters and my non-identifying friends. I love this content. I love their channels. I love their presentation, if you will. So check them out. BlindKnowledge. BlindKnowledge.com. Coming to a screen near you. Hi there, my name is Chris. I'm the host of the Cult Film Companion Podcast. We are the home of movies that are off, under, and ahead of the cinematic radar. I'm a firm believer that a cult movie can come from any time period, any director, any movie studio, and covers a wide variety of genres, often within one single movie. It's all about the legacy that these movies have built up over time. Please tune into the Cult Film Companion Podcast, and remember to keep it cult. But don't drink the Kool-Aid, because it'll make you sick. Or kill you. Take care.